Street Fighters. Welcome to the show again for the second time. So glad you're here. Wednesday night, time for a street fight. We do it every single week, the basement show. The beginning of everything. Brian and I talking shit about the world, trying to to spread more mutual aid and camaraderie to every corner of the flat earth. We're here asking questions about the existence of Bigfoot and also whether or not we can get a fast food service draft started for everybody so that they know what it's like to do service work. Uh, this, if this is your first time, stick around for a while. We do a million shows. We even do a call-in show every single Sunday uh, that you can listen to uh, live. Ah, Sundays at uh, 11 p.m. is when we get started. But this Sunday, we're going to do our first live stream of a holiday party. We're going to have special guests, Grove City Erica. We're going to have Drew Toothpaste. We're going to have Lindsey Martin uh, all hang out with us in the basement and wrap up 2018 the right way and uh, do a good-ass show. If you want to come see Street Fight Live and, and watch us tell jokes and uh, then party and hang out afterwards, we're going to the West Coast at the beginning of January. January 5th, we're going to be in Seattle, Washington. January 6th, we're going to be in Portland, Oregon. January 7th, we'll be in Eugene, Oregon. January 9th, we'll be in Oakland, California. And then on January 12th, we'll be in Los Angeles, California. You can find all that information at streetfightradio.com. It's right on the front page. There's going to be the the newest show that you can click on and listen to it on the left-hand side. And then there's a blog slash update news link. Click on that. It has tickets and times for everything and Facebook events. RSVP to them Facebook events. It helps us out uh, and spreads the word. It helps us spread this mess across the U.S. Uh, we just did another bonus Patreon video. Um, if you're not into the, if you don't, haven't heard, uh, Brian and I have been watching episodes of Undercover Boss, adding our comments, live commentary. You can watch it. Um, we just went nuts on motherfucking rallies and uh, checkers. Wild. That was the craziest one we've done. Um, so how's it going, Brett? Pretty good. I'm having a, it's, it's good. I'm uh, it's holiday season, right? And I explained, I don't know if I said it already, but my wife used to get bonuses, like a healthy bonus, like a paying all for Christmas bonus. You don't have to worry about it. And I used to be known as like, you know, a cheerful Christmas Santa type fellow. And it's pretty easy to do when you get a bonus each year. And this year has been a little bit more of a challenge. Um, so today, I went to Dave & Buster's <laughs> on Half Price Day. And I had a whole bunch of credits just left on a card. And I played one game. Oh, actually, I broke off into two games. But I played this game that I can get 200 tickets on about 80% of the time. So I just played that until I had 4,000 tickets and I traded it in for Christmas gifts. <laughs> okay. We've all heard gambling. Sure. Never a Dave and Buster's. But they got all the same stuff, They right? have blind bags. Like, it's either I go to Target and pay $35 for blind bags or I can just go win the fucking blind bags. With Did you spend any money spend on this any money. trip? This was left over from another time. Wow. Yeah. You killed it today. I did accomplish a lot. I walked a lot the past two days, so. I also traded in. I had some extra games and just sitting around went and traded those in to get a game that was a Christmas present. We did bonuses this year for us, so that was nice. Yeah, that's true. 
but you are used to like a lot more. Right. Uh, this, I used the whole bonus. I was just like, fuck it. It was about, it was like almost a thousand dollars. And I was like, hmm, I'll just use the whole fucking thing. And now I'm broke as shit. I got $10 in the bank right now. Like I got $10 in this whole world. Right. And I'll explain that. I budgeted myself to have $100 this week. That was my plan. Okay. I got $100. Everything's going okay. And then my fucking stupid ass streaming services, they just come out on random days. I never know when these things are going to come out of my account. I'm going to get $10 now. Just $10 yeah, just every day. Fucking $15. $10. Fucking $20. I don't have any. $16 for Spotify. Fucking $12 or whatever for Hulu. $12 for Netflix. And it's like, God damn, you're killing me over here. That Which is like another thing that's been driving me nuts is like I can't bottom out at zero anymore. Like I can't like, I used to be able to just be like, I was, t- I'm talking like paycheck to paycheck in a way where it's like every week I have zero. Right. <laughs> but I can't do that anymore because something's always coming out. And it's like, so now my zero has to be 50. Right. Which is like. You have to have something reserved for your recurring payments. But something that's nice about that is, I'll say this, $50 used to feel like a million zillion dollars to me back in my day. So I'm proud of myself. Good. Like I'm still broke as shit, but I'm doing better. But you've got $50 now. I get paid tomorrow. I get paid tomorrow, and I can keep. I have enough money in my life to make sure there's fifty dollars there before I get overcharged. I do. I do not overdraft anymore. Yeah, I only did it once in 2018. Announced it on the show. We for people that don't know, we have a running clock where if we overdraw our bank account, we come back on the show and be like, "Oh, it's been zero days since I've overdrawn my bank account." It happened to me in early 2018 when we're, we were making less money at the time, too. And uh, I just was like, I came in, I said it, and it hasn't happened since, which I'm really fucking proud of. Like, that is a real point of pride for me. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about Christmas bonuses because something that we do, uh, something that we do on this show is we talk to people about work. Yeah. What's it like to work in the United States? What's everyday life like? And uh, so we have been, col- I have been collecting data on Christmas bonuses. What people year. are getting. And so I did a podcast on the call-in show that I did alone. I asked every person, pretty much everybody that called whether they got a Christmas bonus and whether they were buying a gift for their boss. Uh, I am buying a gift for my boss. I got Brad a gift. I think I'm going to give it to him on the Sunday party. So I Ooh. did buy you a gift, but you're not as much of my boss. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not. I'm not your boss. You're not my boss at all. We we're equals. But I bought a gift for you, which is sort of like buying a gift for your boss, it right? Is. And like, uh, I'm so surprised that people have to be pressured to buy a fucking gift for their boss. It's so depressing to me. <laughs> Like people uh, that don't like their boss, I've seen. Uh, they were a good amount of people in, in lately that have been like, "I don't like my boss," but yeah, I bought him a gift. It takes a lot for someone that knows what they're doing, right? Knows that they're putting the screws on these people. Yeah, like it's one of those. You shouldn't ex- should you you shouldn't expect something like that. I right? think you do. 
a little bit though. I think that like when it comes time for like reviews, something like I bought my boss a gift is probably See, in the plus column. That was I was just about to say it is one way to get ahead, right? Like to have a memorable gift for your boss is something maybe to get you an extra help on a review. Yes. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, we've talked about it on the show so many times. It's like Brett did a kickball team. Brett was on a goddamn kickball team. And it's just because it endears you to the boss. Right. Look, you don't think that decides whether or not you keep getting this money. You're like, I like getting this money now. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'll get you a $25 rock climbing gift card. It's depressing. My, uh, my, uh, one of my wife's bosses wanted a gift card for the casino. So I love that. I no, sh- you got to go and get a chip. There ain't gift cards. You go and get a chip, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get something to spend at the casino. That's crazy to me. I thought about doing it for my dad. A chip? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, I, it's a good gift. I mean, People, it's not I, love I like the, I would love to gamble, but I don't like if you gave me a, a chip. To go gamble. Like that day you gave me 20 bucks. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. But it's just because you gave me $20. And yeah, we went to, when we went to Cleveland, uh, uh, my wife likes to play a little bit, but the Cleveland casino is like so miserable at nine in the morning when we were outside and there was like nobody in there and there was no table set up and it was just slots. And we lost like $60, like almost immediately. And she's like, this sucks. I want to leave. And I was like, I was having fun. Yeah. Like yeah. if someone's a gambler and just likes losing money, I mean, you just that's a great gift for him because yeah. it's easier to lose other people's money. Odd gift. Just odd. Just an yeah. odd thing to put on your list, I guess, as the boss. That's all. Sure. You know. She loves apparently, people you know. People do it. I mean, people spend their whole lifestyle. There's there are so many people that are just live for it. Yeah. It's cool though. I'm fine with it. I love. I love. I mean, I have people in my family that love gam. Like they love going to that Hollywood casino. You know. Yeah. It's just. It's fine. Like I don't think gambling is the worst thing unless you're like really. You're doubt. You're like I'm. I'm a motherfucking like. That's where unfortunately there is a lot of people that yeah are losing money they shouldn't be betting. That's sad. You know. But so we've been looking at Christmas bonuses. And uh, the one that has struck me the biggest, well, first of all, we have one listener. I don't, I'm not going to say his name. He's a sweetie though. I've met him in Iowa. He told me that his work was having a Christmas party and he happened to work for a music store and they asked them like to volunteer to play the music at the work. Party. Yeah. <laughs> we know your own fucking bands and shit. Y'all love music, right? Yeah. Like you put on a show. Yeah. What more do you want to do than just play your music? It's like have somebody else play it for me is like a positive thing. Or pay me to do it. <laughs> pay me. Pay me. But that then it wouldn't it well it would be a gift. I think I just uh in one of my chats somebody just told me they got a week of pay for their bonus. Okay. That's the bonus right there. That's the fucking bonus. Just a week of pay. This is what you would if you worked it's just an extra week. Just an extra here. week. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the bonus, dude. That's what every boss should be giving their employees, I think. Yeah. Well, that's when, when I worked at Abercrombie, that was our bonus. They would also give you, you could get up to two times a week of pay. Yeah. That's good, though. That's a good bonus. Now, uh, a gift ham, that's no, not a good bonus. Gift ham? <laughs> yeah. Somebody on Twitter. Gift to the brand? 
No, it's just, it says gift ham on it. You're not allowed to buy it for yourself. Sure, not for resale. <laughs> just for gifting. Not not for, but not, or you're not allowed to eat it. You can't buy yourself one and eat it. Right, That's right. it's only for gifting. Big trouble if you do that. Don't it's look breaking at, the contract. Yeah, don't look at gift ham in the mouth. Yeah, it's like working on your John Deere if you eat your own, if you eat a gift ham for yourself. You're not allowed to do gift it. Gift ham. It's what the is worst it's, gift. And it's it's like the thing that's gross is that it's like shelf stable. Like they wrapped it up in paper and sat it under the tree for a week. It's a gift ham. <laughs> they well, they vacuum seal it in that um in the in the vacuum seal, and it says it's in its natural juices on the pa- gift ham, natural juices. Look, I'm a meat guy. I like meat. I don't like ham though. I don't want a fucking old ham. How about you don't give me a fucking old ham? Okay. I mean, lots of people would love some old ham. Nobody wants an old ham? <laughs> you think old ham is something? That's like you giving people somebody people, beef jerky. People go to the damn deli to get old ham all the time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if maybe it's just me saying old ham, I guess. But like it's been sitting out. It's an old ham it's though. Been sitting out. And here's the other fucking thing about it, dude. It's not a fresh baked ham. <laughs> Workplaces now. I'm not saying all of them, and there's probably a lot of like more blue collar play. This person worked in an office that got the gift ham. You could tell it How was many in an ounces office. on that gift ham. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You want to send somebody a gift ham? Well, I'm just wondering. Brett's got to return like, the one he bought me for Christmas. I know. Yeah, I he likes fucking meat. I thought you would like it. <laughs> That you would want to smoke it or something. It's already done. It, that's the Even fucking better. thing. That's no. A, that's a gift. The gift of uh, convenience. You just said that's what's good about it is that you don't have. That's the. If I'm get something, a cut of meat, that is exactly it. Either I want a chef uh-huh. to prepare it uh-huh. when I'm at the restaurant. Or at some point during the day that I was at the restaurant. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Like yeah. where it's like. Yes, I'll eat barbecue, and I know it was prepared earlier because right. you have to do that. It takes that Fine. long. Okay. Don't give me that barbecue tomorrow, though. You you throw the – don't make too much barbecue, I guess is what right. I'm saying. Okay? Right. But, like, somebody that pro- – like, just a box of ham. Yes. That has been – been prepared who fucking knows when they boiled. made that fucking ham it boiled in a big vat <laughs> i don't know i don't know how they made no, it natural juices it had its natural juices they probably roasted it i would guess they would roast a ham you roast most braise it but i don't think they braise the ham because that takes work yeah but anyway it was done who knows when could have been this ham there's a freshness date on there this probably. ham could have been made last year yeah yeah I don't, that could have been a leftover from 2017 Christmas and they're giving it to me now. So I don't like the gift ham as a bonus. On top of that, somebody pointed this out. It is like a thing where like, what about like Jewish or Muslim employees? Like what's their bonus? Is that still a gift ham? Yeah. Vegans. Vegetarians. Yeah. What do you do for that? Yeah. Give me a tofurkey. Well, actually, now I got a response on Twitter for that from a vegetarian who asked. He said, please don't get me a gift ham. Okay. <laughs> because he doesn't want a fucking pig to get killed yeah. for him. That's a, He's not like he doesn't want it. He yes. doesn't want to be a part of this fucking animal thing. And it's a, 
understandable position that a ton of people have taken now. I feel like giving a gift like that really is sort of like weird these days because there are more vegetarians now. I think like I, I just every sort of workplace I go to, there's been a vegetarian or two. You can't give them ham, dude. You yeah. can't. Even at the cable company, there were yeah. vegetarians. But they can feed it to, like, their family. They don't like, want to. they can bring to. a nice big gift ham to the Christmas spread. <laughs> they don't want to, though. Yeah, That's the Christmas. thing. They don't want to be involved in the meat trade. It's like, we thought we were just having Christmas goose this year, but we've got a gift ham on the side. <laughs> so my other... Pro- yeah, so that is just, like, handing that out. Is that's less than nothing for you know, some people. It's actually fucking against their religion to have that for some people. And would, this boss is just like, give him a ham. It'd be so fucking fun to just throw that ham against the wall as hard <laughs> as you fucking can. <laughs> like I've never been able to be wasteful with like a hunk of meat that big before. Get that ham. Well, it's not like an expensive hunk of meat. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Get that ham, open it up, and just leave it somewhere in the office. Go over to your buddy's house that has a samurai sword and throw it in the air and have him try to slice <laughs> it and like all the way through. So, so somebody told me, okay, I didn't want a ham. Like this ham, not for me. And then they said, so next year they gave them a $10 coupon for Ooh. Tofurky. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. so depressing that's a christmas bonus dude yeah that is like look we're being real nice th- yeah it feels weirdly like like you made me do this why yeah. are you making me treat you like a human being <laughs> yeah no you know what that made me i tweeted about this earlier but i already started giggling today thinking about watching people get like really piece of shit gifts and have and then just saying Oh, that's a real nice one. You yeah. know? Like <laughs> yeah. someone gets them like flannels from the grocery store. Yeah. Two for ten. Yeah. And they pick them up like, oh, that's no, that's a real nice one. It's sturdy. I can <laughs> tug on it and it doesn't even fall apart. You know? It's the same thing. It's like you're you like just because someone gave you a gift, you're supposed to be appreciative of it. So it's yeah. like, oh, that ten dollar coupon that's a real nice one yeah yeah i was that's like cash money to me i was gonna spend it on tofurkey anyway <laughs> yeah. this is great thank you, you do it, that's well, why this is why i work so hard yeah <laughs> you know what's extra mad maddening about the gift ham everybody on the board and like oh yeah they got money bonus oh they got gift prosciutto boxes no uh, well they might have got <laughs> and money filled with food, money but i'm sure they got a fucking money they bonus got a big steak out with of the a rack of money underneath it yeah it's just not fair that we just did that rally's undercover boss just now and one of the things the ceo's like all surprised he's like fuck I can't believe this. And somebody's like, well, we don't get paid very much. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I made $8 an hour and I've worked here for seven years and I've never got an increase. It would be nice if if uh, maybe we got rewarded sometimes. Yeah. And well, but the other part of it is that the managers got bonuses, but the employees didn't. And uh, that to me is like, that's disgusting. And that's what I'm saying about Christmas bonuses now. 
I believe that they get like a grand. They're probably like, here's a grand real quick for you. Just to, I mean, what what's more money? Though? For them? Yeah, for them. A grand isn't that for much who? for them. The for CEOs? like a, for like the fucking one of those weirdos on the board that sits oh, around no, the table. Oh, they're getting like a car money. Yeah, yeah, like the 20 Gs or whatever like that. Yeah. I don't know much about what being rich is like. <laughs> I just talked about how I have $10 in the bank. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So I thought that, I mean, the gift ham was my favorite They're going to get a one. Honda Civic. Yeah, they're getting car money like a Honda Civic money. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like their car money. Oh, okay. Like BMW money. Yeah. So that's, they get a new Beamer. That's kind of a uh that's kind of shitty but so somebody online um i'm i'll i'll uh i'll say tank life said uh a 15 dollar gift card to applebee's that's not even enough to fucking eat like let me ball out at applebee's (laughs) give me a hundred dollars at applebee's okay i'm gonna do it i'm gonna have a fucking great time i'll get endless shrimp and a fucking mojitos for everybody (laughs) like give me Fifteen dollars. Don't even bother. That's so disrespectful. I know. Like I said, because you're supposed to be like, oh yeah, that's a real nice one. That's a real nice <laughs> gift card. That's great. That's. I'm just so thankful that you thought about me. And and you know, first thing you thought was you need fifteen dollars worth of microwave food. <laughs> you need a half a meal at you Applebee's. Need half, <laughs> you need a half of a triple play bundle at fucking Applebee's. You can go sit by yourself. You get to go to Applebee's and yeah. sit down at the table all by yourself yeah. and eat half of a meal. Yeah. Well we're not gonna pay for appetizers or anything, but uh have a have a dinner on us. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not even paying for a fucking you better get water. Don't yeah, get you're a getting sprite. water. You're getting water. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, I won't say this person's name because you know at UPS drivers used to get thousand dollar bonuses. Ooh, that's a good bonus. That's a great bonus. Okay, that's a real bonus. Part timers got five hundred. Okay, fair, fair enough. Sure. I think the part timers should still get a grand though, right? They still got full time problems, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> part time people got full time problems. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and at UPS, like a part time job is like a full-time job for normal people it because is. those jobs it are is. crazy yeah. man that place is nuts but then then they switched it to a ham so then they were like here drivers have Here's, a ham have a ham load up <laughs> on ham this? what is this what is this thing right and then now they get nothing oh well so a ham might just be like the, the last thing the you last get. thing you, the ham is the last <laughs> christmas bonus you'll ever get it's a gift ham after that it's like no more. You're getting nothing. <laughs> yeah. You're um, going to you're going to get like a $10 credit for uh for uh like a music download or something. You're going to get yeah. like a QR code for a free album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it, an ex-punk switch said, "Holy shit, this call center I worked at straight up gave people frozen turkeys in lieu of Christmas yeah, bonuses." Yeah. And then when people told them how shitty it was, they got mad at them. <laughs> we got a bunch of the morale's pretty bad at this place. You're not even happy to get a Christmas turkey. No, I'll no. fucking handle the food at my Christmas dinner. Let me handle that. Ours, I, I mentioned before, but ours used to be everybody got a Christmas turkey, which was cool. Even though I was vegetarian at the time, I ended up just giving it to my family, like I said. Uh, but then they went to a motherfucking lottery. So then it just <sighs> felt like, yeah, just like we're getting, we're just all like uh, waiting around hungrily with our hands together. Like, oh, gee, I hope I get that Christmas turkey. Did they you know? get on a forklift and just dangle the turkey <laughs> <out> of everybody? <laughs> 
ready? Yeah, yeah. Just up, <laughs> up on a forklift with a turkey yeah. on a fucking fishing pole. <laughs> making it go up and down. Why didn't they do that? Yeah. They All should've... the fucking workers fighting over it. Is that what, that's what they want to they do. They should have brought in like a telephone pole and greased it up and then put the turkey on the top and made us all climb. <laughs> that's what it feels like though. That is what they're doing. That is exactly, they don't, I don't know that they understand. No, they, they're, how inhuman they are. Yeah, they're fucking robot people. They're treating us, they're treating us like we aren't people and like we don't have our own want or need for like satisfaction and respect and dignity. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so this Colby, uh, underscore Colby on Twitter, C-O-A-L-B-E-E said, sent me a picture of a safety first. We have proudly worked 363 days without an OSHA recordable injury on the job. Safety. It's in our hands. Great. Okay. That's what Great. the sign says. 363 days. That's okay. a good amount of number at like a warehouse. I got to say, because people just get, I mean, an OSHA reportable violation would be cutting your hand. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Paper cut. It's Having like, your knee fuck, fucking pop. Well, yeah, there's that too, and which happens a lot. The closest thing to a bonus we're gonna get, we were gonna get this year, was a one hundred dollar gift card when this hit three hundred and sixty five days. But one uh, of the managers forgot to reset it when someone got injured a few months ago, and he didn't tell us until today. So, first of all, it's a hundred. Watching it. You were thought you were two days away from one hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, they thought that all they had to do was make it through two days. So you know what they did was that they were like, "God damn it, we have to pay this out." You know how much it's going to cost, and yeah. they're like, "Figure out a way to get rid of it." Yeah, that just sucks, dude. Ugh. That's that manager should like have to give yeah his you have to pay. money to the people. Right. Like no, oh, uh, man. My local nonprofit, this is Kevin Carson on Twitter. He said, my local nonprofit hospital was bought out by community health systems. The old management would give us a $15 grocery gift card every year. CHS started giving us shitty thermoses, hoodies, and Uh, shit with their corporate logo that probably cost them the same, but were shitty. Right. That's Kevin Carson one on Twitter. That's That's funny. standard. Well, I don't know if I didn't get any of those for Christmas. What is really in 2018, what is a $15? $15 grocery card. Like, yeah. what is that? What do you, what do you, at, at the, and hard. not at Aldi. What right. do you get? What is that for? It's very hard go, to get much with that at the grocery store. Go buy yourself a frozen pizza. One of the good ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't know. Right. Well, it just, it doesn't buy anything. I mean, I guess you could buy 15 packs of gummy bears. Yeah, that Which would is help. Not a, feel the better. worst. Yeah, yeah it make you feel good about. I mean, I guess technically with a fifteen dollar gift card, you could buy some eggs and some flour and some sugar and do some shit. But yeah. <laughs> it's still like it's so nothing. It's fucking nothing. It's just not impressive enough. It's one of those amounts that you know, for somebody that comes and does a job for you forty hours a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of know them a little bit better, you know? You're kind of a little, they kind of worth a little bit more than that, you know? $15 is maybe what you, I don't know, like you would give to somebody that you sit next to at your desk? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, giving a buddy that you're friends with at work $15 seems That's good. That's like, I appreciate you. Yeah, and you know that like, yeah, $15 is a lot of money, but it is actually a lot of money in the way that, like, from the person that it came from, right. 
relatively a lot of we money. We both need $15, but <laughs> when if the boss that hasn't given us a fucking raise in seven years is like, here's $15, it's like, what is this? Yeah. This is what? nothing. That well, I this whole company is like I see how big this place is, you know? Right. We own a high rise. Or <laughs> you own a fleet of trucks or whatever whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like I see the size of this building. I see how you live. When I was a roofer, they made us roof their houses on the clock. So, and we were industrial roofers. Do we even fucking do houses? Weird. They would just send us to like do the shingles on their house. I'd never fucking done a shingle in my life because I did rubber. You know, you lay down the rubber and right. stuff like that. And I was like, I don't even fucking know how to do this. And it's like, they have, I saw his house. I saw the guy that owned the place's house. Yeah. And I know that there was more money than whatever $15. I just know it. Yeah. I know there was. The person that owns this community health systems has the money to do more than $15. And $15 is a fucking insult, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? It's nothing. When I first worked at SEIU, our Christmas bonus was a $50 gift card to the SEIU online store. Yeah. <laughs> Blankets, coffee mugs, sweatshirts. Um, umbrellas. I got a, I have all your, I still have swag from your swag. I use, still use a umbrella from your wife. Yeah. Yeah. We got all kinds. I mean, blankets. But yeah. I've used the blankets. But I don't too. want those. I mean, no. I like them. They're nice. No, as I like want a little. My own. I want to pick one out. <laughs> it's true. I want it's... to have the money to buy a blanket of my choosing <laughs> and not rely on wearing an advertisement from my company. That's true. To stay warm. That's true. But the advertisement from the company could be like a no impact thing. It's like, we just give y'all blankets. You know what I mean? It's This isn't a bonus. This is just sometimes we want to give y'all a blanket because the hard work you do. That's fine. But we're talking about bonus Christmas yeah. bonuses here. Yeah, your choice, Brian. You get to pick if you want um, an electronic tie rack. Yeah. <laughs> you get one of those. I bought an immersion blender that died in two months. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> an iRobot one? No, it didn't have a name on it. Oh, even None worse. of the stuff I got had, like, a, they just came in a box that said immersion <laughs> blender on it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Oaken, my buddy from the woods, is, uh, he said, I worked at the same company for 10 years. Here's how the Christmas bonus has dwindled over time. Starts out with a $100 Walmart gift card, which it is a good deal, but don't make me shop at Walmart. Why yeah, are you making me shop at Walmart? Hand. Yeah. Come on. Still. It's good. I'm not like giving, I'm not, I'm, it's a good amount of money. A hundred dollars isn't bad, but it's a Walmart it's gift card. It's like a different it's an experience thing. though. I don't mind the experience. <laughs> The I'm next- into the experience. That's why I always like, I like getting Kohl's gift cards because that's like one of the worst stores ever to get into because there's nothing you could possibly ever want. <laughs> and, but like, I would like getting that sometimes because it would just be like, what the fuck can I possibly get here? And like, feel satisfied. <laughs> That's you know? true. I used to get a $50 one every year. I was at, um, today I went Christmas shopping and I was at this booty ass mall. Um, I didn't realize what was going on, but then when I looked at the parking, like the parking signs were just deteriorating. Like they were just looked like they were fucking melting and rusting away. And I was like, 
Oh, this mall's changed in, since yeah, the last time I've it's been It's a bad here. one. There used to be a, like a really fun playground at that mall, like indoor playground for kids. And yeah. when you look at it now, you're like, oh, well, that's, yeah, that's a depressing playground there. So I went to Hot Topic and I had to get a shirt as a gift. And the whole store was buy one, get one. And I was just like so amazed because I have not been in a mall in a really long time. There was just so much knickknack junk that I'm like, they shouldn't have never made this. I know. I know, dude. That's like, For like that- every possible f- licensed scenario. Like they just had every, fu- they had a Deadpool taco holder. Yes. Yeah. There yeah. was, I saw a pickle Rick smoking jacket. Yeah. I saw, um, so many outlandish fucking creations. I, you melt down about this like three times a year. And it's funny to me. I'm not Popular, saying it's a bad thing, but when you. I'm so disconnected. I, cause I have a bad problem of saying I get it. Like I under, I, I'm kind of quick when it comes to understanding some like situations and people and stuff like that. I am so disconnected from what regular are. folks are so fucking ratchet right now. I know about stuff. I like know about like whatever's like sort of mainstream, except for in music. I'm kind of crummy at that because I mean, really, I don't love mainstream music, so I don't really care. But uh, so, but like, uh, I remember when me and you and our wives were at World Market one day. Oh yeah, and you pick. I you might have been. Like stoned, like like I don't know, I don't remember what we were doing that day. It was not, but you just picked up a tiny cheese grater that was like for the people watching. You can see it. This cheese grater is this big. It's like a gag cheese grater for like putting on your keychain or whatever. And he fucking melted (laughs) down. And he changed me though. You that is like a moment for me. That's an important moment in my life where I was like, you know. It's crazy that he's yelling about this in the middle of the store, <laughs> but I needed more restra- restraint. But he has a point that all of this stuff is ultimately headed to the ocean, and we don't. That's not like why. Like you're making so much stuff that we just gotta. We're gonna have to push to the ocean. You know that stuff's gonna be around for fucking ever, and it's just a colossal waste of time and human energy. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, there's an. I just there's an amount of waste and destruction that comes from, you know, modern life. I I think that we can all accept that, but just why are we still like? Why hasn't this? Why why isn't it caught on to not have all this stuff all the time? Like like you people are just getting knickknacks and covered with all these characters <laughs> and collecting all of these useless things. I also found out there's a $12 cereal market. Have you seen that? Yes. Yes, like I had uh, no idea. New Day Bootios and they have like other different <laughs> Wonder Woman yeah. cereal for $10.90. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I ended up buying as my second item because I was like, well, this is food, so this is like usable, you know, this is useful. I saw a $20 enormous Rice Krispie treat. I the saw other that day too. <laughs> yeah, like the size of a sheet cake. Yeah. My niece was trying to get me to buy it for her. I was like, I'm not she buying this that? for you. I'm going to get that for her. I got excited when I saw it, but I'm not into that candy. Like, my daughter isn't too into that, those kind of candies. She's straight chocolate. She's, yeah. She's, a, she's too boring. Bougie. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, she, my niece was like holding it up to her face and she was like so fucking excited about this $20 
Rice Krispie Treat. I'm excited to give it to her. And I was just like, no. I There was also an enormous box of Skittles and an enormous box of Nerds for 20 bucks. They sell $20 fucking amounts of candy. It all started with those huge Reese cups. Yeah. Right? And then it just ballooned. Now everything you can get enormous. Can so, I tell you one more crazy thing about this mall? Yeah. Which is just so weird. There was a game store there and... The lights were at like 30%. I've been in there. Yeah. And there was no music. Yeah. It was like, is this place fucking closed? Yeah. And there was just toys all over the fucking ground. Yeah. And this little old lady was running around just screaming and yelling. And I'm like, I'm looking for a Spider-Man. She's like, oh, I got tons of Spider-Mans everywhere. There's just (laughs) things. It's just, you know, I know it's not crap. I don't want to call it crap, but it's crap. You know what I mean? It's just everywhere. And it was just like this super... Really, it was just a really weird experience. Yeah, and I'm is. like just like on the ground digging through action figures in a pile. I'm like, oh, I found the one I wanted. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you like, uh, you if you're not at the mall very much, you like totally like forget what it's like. And I don't want to be in a mall ever, but I have a teen now who yeah. actually, if it's like, what do you guys want to do? Oh, you guys want to go walk around the mall? It's like, I guess if that's what I have to do, yeah. you know. So, uh, Oaken, $100 Walmart gift card, then then a $75 Walmart gift card. Okay. Which then becomes sort of a weird I know, thing. It's no. like, is the company falling on hard times? No, yeah, I know. And everybody's like, <laughs> everybody's doing their budget in their head. And they're like, well, we're going to get that $100 from your, your work, right? And they're like, all right, check. And they're doing their Christmas budget. And then they open the envelope and they're like, 75 yeah that's Wait, different from 100 what's going on <laughs> that's three thought, quarters of 100 you announced that profits were the highest they've ever been this year that's the thing they do all the time because they have to they right that, they exactly. have to cheerlead they and say we're fudged, doing better than ever they fudge the fucking numbers mm-hmm. they and tell you shit only shit that sounds good and then they say like we don't have any money though. Do you think that like one of the reads so the next one is $50 in the company store you could use to buy $40 in prepaid visas. So you would get $50 for the company store, but they sold prepaid visas. So you could use that $50 to buy a $40 prepaid visa. That sounds like against the law. That sounds like a racket or something. Something the mafia would do. No, because they probably have a bunch of other shit in the store. But like... It uh, operative word there is shit. They have right. a bunch of shit it's a in racket. the company store. Literally, yeah. They're setting yeah. it up. So it's like, well, I mean... You could take this piece of junk that's going to break, or you could always just take the $40 Visa card right off the $10, you know? We can cut off. Hey, if, you, if you're if you going to spend this, we're going to have, if you're going to spend this on actual money, we're going to have to take $10 right off, right there off the top. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so that was. Where is on a gumball? That was, that was some good bonuses, though. $40, getting $40 in the end is really depressing. Um, what do we got here? Uh, Connor Golden from Twitter said last year, we didn't get a Christmas bonus this year. We won't get one. And the open bar ends at dinner. And also the party is in mid January to save money. <laughs> okay. Holiday party in January. Yeah. And the bad. open Actually, bar closes. That's that's at, at, dinner. at dinner. That I would get there so early, dude. I would get there. I'd be there right when it opened and just be like, yeah, we uh, our holiday party that I went to this year, we got kicked out a little early. Everybody was kind of kicking back, you know, a little bit. And it was just like, 
you know, you got to get the hell out of here. And it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? We really got to leave. Yeah. I worked at a shady bank in Florida years ago and they gave us a box of oranges on the day the executives got their bonuses the week of Christmas. A box of oranges in Florida and they weren't even Florida oranges. (laughs) We got to the California ones, the good ones. My grandpa used to Jersey one. My grandpa used to always send us oranges or grapefruits, and I can't think of a less like personalized gift. See, but that, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it means something different. Back in the day, man, people just didn't want you to get scurvy and shit. Yes, yes. You we, here. We got another timeline. But I'm going to tell you. I one time got grapefruits from this like real fancy Texas place. Phenomenal, dude. They were way better than other ones, and they were like so soft and supple. Like, they came in, like, a box with, like, ribbon and shit and little molds to hold it all. And there was their flesh. It was, like, so fucking good. Well, that's, I mean, I guess that, I mean, I like good stuff. Here, we got another timeline from TV's Brent on Twitter. Okay. A few years ago, we got $50 cash. Like, they handed you a $50 that. bill. That's cool. That's cool. I know it's only 50 bucks. That's an eighth, though. You yeah, can you go, can hide that from your family. You could straight... <laughs> You can straight up take that $50 and drive to your weed guy and trade that for an <laughs> yep, eighth. Yep, it's like yep. they just gave you an eighth for a gift. It's yep. beautiful. Then it was a $50 gift card for groceries, which he says is getting awfully self-aware. And it is that is weird to hand you a gift card for yeah, groceries. It's like, you need it. Yeah. <laughs> You're struggling. You're not going to be able to pay for this holiday meal, are you? So, your family's coming over. You need help. Let me step in. <laughs> Let me step in. Once again, it's a racket. Mafia. It shit. is. It is. So next we Create get a problem. Next, th- then he's like, then I got a twenty dollar package of sugar cookies. Probably some Cheryl's cookies. We have those. We used to get those all the time. So they just got a bunch of the Cheryl's cookies. The bosses love throwing those cookies all over. Yeah. They just love to throw those fucking cookies around, man. My, my that cable company used to buy those things. All the, if there was a motherfucking, which is crazy, yeah. if there was like a long month where the temperatures are ultra hot, they would always be like, we got a reward for you, sugar cookies. And it's like, I don't, I, <laughs> that's, I'm not in the mood for that. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I, there, was, there was a guy I used to work with that they would just give us candy bars. They had these big like steel buckets and they'd fill them full of candy bars and they'd call us a meeting and have us all get together and give us a candy bar. And this guy was like, fuck that. I'm not getting paid off for a candy bar. Yeah, I'm worth I'm not, more than a candy bar. Yeah. Well, so the then the last so last year this person got a twenty dollar package of sugar cookies to share among the staff. <laughs> so they went from getting their own whole box of right. sugar cookies to being like, you know, last year we gave you like a box, but you guys can share these. You know, nobody needs to eat that many sugar cookies. I'm doing this for your health. Right. Uh, there was a year my last employer gave out coupons for a discount on sandwiches. <laughs> Again, discount. a coupon for something is not, not a gift at all. No, it can be extra. Yeah. You could toss a coupon in a bag that's like, oh, you like this stuff. Here, yeah. Here's one. I got a bonus like coupon that came with the gift I bought today and I'm going to just put it in there because I'm not going back to Hot Topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I worked in a factory and a company that owned it also had a charity. They gave cards with a $20 bill to each person, then made us watch a video about their charity that ended with them soliciting $20 for donations for said charity. <laughs> oh, I love that move! 
that is gutsy. That is crazy, man. That is you only make up a business plan like that in like the middle of the night. You gotta, you gotta be loopy. Well, it's like we got. I mean, you, it's just crazy enough. It just might work. Yeah, yeah. This is we don't actually have to give. Like that's like when they ask you to give to charity at the store. Exactly. I hate that. I don't want to. I don't want to give you. No, you give the charity. I'll give the charity, and then also the store can give to charity. I don't shouldn't have to be trying to. Like I shouldn't be enlisted. To help the store raise the money. The store's got the damn money. Yeah, they pay you the bonus and then they get to write it off as a charitable donation in your name. They get the fucking tax credit. Yeah. So so here's what I'm saying. Uh, Christmas bonuses suck out there. Chris, they're disappointing. They it's, they once held a mythical thing, but I nobody was getting them even then. I think I they've don't always think so. been... Tra- but I did have but, some good ones and I've heard about the good old days. And I know that... I mean, my wife was getting one before, but... Well, I think... Here's the thing I think, too. Some people... I know... Yeah, I mean, professionals still get them. Here's... But there's no... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I don't feel like the... Uh, I don't feel like the low-level service or or warehouse staff is getting the love. The no. call centers aren't getting the same bonuses. Because I, I was getting call center bonuses back when I was doing but that was out the door. Like... Used to be able to leave that place like every single summer with a new TV at least. Yeah. So I think also just before we move on to something else, I think this ham back in the day was part of a bonus. Yeah. Right. Where it was like not everybody can afford meat. Yes. This is a big time for meat. Let's give the people in the factory a ham along with their bonus. Yeah. And then all like those cheap. Capitalism was all the capitalists like got together and was like, I mean, a ham's really enough. That's yeah. like the main event yeah. of a meal. Keeps him alive. Yeah. <laughs> so, I I also want to read this one last thing about somebody who said that they're giving them, so they're giving them the week off work between Christmas and. Uh, New Good move, right? Everybody should have it off, but they have to use vacation time if they want to get paid for those days. Oh, <laughs> but the no. place is closed. Oh, you don't get a choice. Well, you're you, off, yeah. but you. Oh man, that's bogus. That's a rough one. That is like that's one of those. This is how far we've fallen. Yeah, sorts of things. That is like, so we just, bogus. It's it's like a. It's depressing. It's just so bad. Like ugh. God, businesses suck, appreciation, dude. Yeah. yeah. What else is going on in the news news this week? We have some stuff here. I have a story. Um, let's look at this. I have a story about a restaurant. We'll, we'll stick to work. Okay. Okay. And this is from the Reading Eagle. And uh, here we go. Um, there was a time not too long ago when working in a restaurant, whether as a server, cook, or dishwasher, was a respectable, sought-after job among younger people and college students. Uh, come on. Really? Like, waitresses were all known to be young people and college students? Like, the the, the stereotype of the short-order cook was known as being a college student and not like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This bullshit story that these people tell. Spin any web they want. Yeah, because that's a lie. Yeah. All the stereotypes of like, oh, hey, honey, baby, like waitresses were like women that had children that were older. Kiss my grits, right? Kiss my grits. Yeah. Uh, sure, it could be demanding Roseanne. and tiresome. 
Yeah, yeah, like a Roseanne sort of thing, loose meat sandwiches. Sure, it could be demanding and tiresome, but the pay and tips could be pretty good. In recent years, however, as the economy steadily improved and attitudes about work among youngster generations changed, restaurants began having trouble finding and retaining workers. Right. I'm constantly, constantly looking for help, looking for servers, looking for dishwashers, says Michael Polano, owner of the Pike Cafe in Reading and Shirley's <laughs> Cafe and Tequila Bar in Lauderdale. Sometimes if you have a heartbeat or a pulse, you're hired. That's how bad it is. Are you alive? Do you have a pulse? Okay, you're hired. So I want to, he's not paying enough. Like, yeah. He's being told, like, he's being told something here. Yeah. Because workers who are being paid well and who have health insurance don't just get up and fucking leave. Days off, paid vacation, paid sick days. They don't leave. Right. Like, I would work at a restaurant for the rest of my life. I was looking for that job, dude. Like, that's what the cable job was to me. That cable job was... I can do this for the rest of my life. I don't ever have to go out and look for another fucking job again. Great. You know, I'm set up. And that's, I mean, I would like that to be a restaurant. Like, I want everybody to have that job. Um, So it just, there's, so uh, Polano is not alone. Several other Berks County restaurant owners said they too are experiencing difficulty finding reliable help. Some of the blame is due to the economy. With low unemployment and near record high job openings, workers have many options outside of restaurants. Berks County unemployment rate was at 4.3% in October, while the U.S. jobless rate was at 3.7, the lowest it's been since December 1969. These Are they <clears throat> counting Uber and Lyft in these jobs, Probably. by the way? Yeah, I was... I was the gig the, economy? Yeah. I was... You, you are right, and I said it earlier in the undercover business tyrant that there are all of these amazing people that do these jobs and like that should be enough to be successful that's that's like all we really need is for someone to you know happily make a hamburger and give it to us you yeah, know that should be your fucking job yeah it's fine to do that that and shouldn't be looked do. down upon it is easy to do yeah right yeah yeah if if you're compensated yeah and not like you know Someone mentioned here that they got a month's pay for their Christmas bonus, but had $2,000 of repairs on their car. Yeah. Which happens. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's a wash. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, for sure. Polano, who has about 80 total employees, small business tyrant between his two restaurants, said he's been having difficulty finding <clears throat> help for about three or four years. And it's getting worse because everybody in the restaurant industry is all looking. And there's only so many people in this area, he said. And again, it's because they aren't paying shit. Yeah, I mean, that's why. Because people do people, want jobs. Everybody dude. is trying to get jobs. Yeah, people want jobs. It's not that they're like, oh, fuck it, I'll just won't work. And yeah. hey, you know what? If there's no money, if if you're not going to pay me enough, I just won't work. Yeah, you know, not true. Can't do that. Yeah. That's not a thing you can no, do. No. Ben Franco of Wine Down Cafe and Wine Bar in West Reading said it is considerably more difficult to find help now than it was even five years ago. The good economy is part of the reason. The labor market is super tight and there's jobs everywhere right now. I'm just, like I said, you're talking about Lyft and stuff like that. (laughs) In addition to the economy, some of the blame has also been placed on shifting attitudes about work from younger generations. They're about to go at the millennials, Brett. It's time. It's time to give these millennials a piece of their mind. I'm sure we did something. In particular, restaurant owners say more and more younger people prefer to not work nights and weekends. 
that's not like a younger people thing as much as nobody wants to work those. I don't mind. I never was like, I didn't like working nights because I, I, I don't like it. to have my night taken away. But I also like when I was doing like, when I was younger and in my twenties and stuff like that, I didn't mind. That was when I could work I hate, nights. Dude, I was I, fine with it. I hated getting up before noon. That's why I loved working nights. I did too. I, I, I would, I, but I always worked days, but I always wished I could do a noon to eight shift. Yeah. That yeah, was like my dream shift, you know. Uh, we lose a lot of people in the interview process when we tell them they have to be available on the weekends and all day on Sunday, he said. You Ooh. have to staff a restaurant, but they want their own time frames. Yes, or even like, I'll bet you this guy refuses to like give steady schedules. Yeah. That's, like, the message that I get when I go to a job interview and they're like talking about how like, you know, we need you here. We need you here, be available all the time on the weekends and nights and shit. I don't want to fuck. I already know it's going to be a hassle. I already know that the scheduling is going to be a fucking huge hassle. And like he's, I know he's not flexible on time off, you know, because they, they're like, you have to be available the weekends all the time, but there's got to be time where there's times where I just can't work on the weekend. You know, people get married on the fucking weekend. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I have to be able to get a day off every once in a while. And when you're saying we don't give days off on the weekend in the interview, I can't fucking go with that, man. Cause I, yeah. I'm realistic. I'm trying to live a fucking life here. Yeah. I don't think that's so weird. No. The guy that's doing the interviews, he probably doesn't work nights and weekends anymore because the goddamn goal is to get that daytime shift for everybody. That's the goal. Every job I ever had. Everybody was shooting for eight to four and they were trying to get to eight to four. And if they couldn't get that, cause like, I love the nightlife, baby. I do too. But a lot, most real nightlife, not like saying you love it, but getting up at eight AM. I'm talking about going in at three and getting off at 11. (laughs) I didn't mind it either. When I was younger and you could go out and party afterwards with cool people. Like that was, that's part of the bonus of it. Uh, he says he sees the same thing. And since 1787's prime times are nights and weekends, that doesn't work for him. The millennial generation as a whole is a non nights and weekends generation. No, we are a full on night or they are a full, full on nights and weekends organization. That's why I don't want to be there. That's why I don't want to be at work on nights and weekends. That's prime tweeting time. They want to play more and work less. They don't care about buying a house. They want to rent and travel on the weekends. What is this guy talking about? Interesting, (laughs) interesting. I like it. Millennials just really known for their, like, traveling a lot. Like, just really, millennials that are making, like, $10 an hour, very known for, like, the amount that they travel. Yep. (laughs) Constantly going on trips. I want to rent, too. What's so weird about wanting to be a renter? What is so weird about saying, I want to rent? I don't want to buy a house. I don't know. Yeah. Cause there I, isn't, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No weird with Well, you rent, but you are, you want to buy. I'm I a do. renter for life. I, I will always buy. rent yeah. forever. I'll never buy something. Um, in addition, Pilato said more and more younger employees still live at home and don't pay rent. So if they quit a job, it's not that much of an issue. When I was growing up, I didn't live at home. So if I didn't have a job, you're out on the streets, he said. Today, they don't care. 
some of these kids, if they want to go out on a Friday night, they'll quit their job just to go out on a date and worry about a job the next week because they live at home. Yep. They figure I can quit this job and I can go work at any other job. And they're right. Yeah. And that's Make what yourself you... different. <laughs> yeah. Make yourself a place that I can't do that. Yeah. Make yourself because he's saying that it's because of the stability of them still living with their parents. But part of me thinks they're probably chances are trying to get out of their parents' house. Yeah. And your job isn't going to do the trick anyway. And they figure that like, well, you know, I should find something else anyway. Yeah. Why be miserable? Yeah. While, and get treated like shit when I can just go somewhere else. Maybe yeah. make 50 cents more. Yeah, this guy's saying he's the only restaurant as a 401k that matches 3% if you're here for a year. He says, I pay him a dollar or two more an hour just to get somebody in here, he said. My good people, I take care of and I keep them here. I'm the only restaurant that has a 401k that matches 3% if you're here for a year. DeCarlo's, well, I mean, it's not enough. It's obviously not a fucking enough. Interesting. I've never left a job where I, like, leaving the cable company was the hardest fucking decision I've ever made in my life. Like, of all the decisions I've actually made, working at, leaving that job was the hardest thing I ever did. And I was scared and I was fucking nervous. And it was because they were paying me enough to make it so like this is a real significant change yeah yeah if i leave this place you know i'm gonna lose my health insurance i'm gonna lose all this stuff right you know but like i quit two jobs right after college i got two jobs and quit them both they're paying me eight dollars an hour i don't give a fuck i'll just walk out of here i ain't put up with your shit you can get you can get that mistreatment anywhere yeah yeah so uh where are we at here? Oh, yeah. So, DiCarlo said starting salaries among new hires are going up, including managers. Often, he said, potential new managers will demand to be paid as much as they were making at their previous job, even though they would be working fewer hours. That They still should get it. They they You don't move down. You know what I mean? Like, this guy said, sometimes these managers, they're going to come in here, and they're not even going to take less money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they will it? come to this job and take less money. What's wrong with these millennials? Everything they say about millennials is, to me, it comes off as they don't take any shit. But to them, it comes, they say it's whiny. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, but I feel like y'all are They're entitled. <laughs> yeah. They expect to be treated decently. I'm a piece of shit. You know, and they don't let my boss treat me like one. <laughs> it's so weird though right like uh, i it i'm probably i don't think i'm a millennial because i'm almost 40 i think i'm gen x or You're whatever but what, whatever i am though i mean my I, you know when i play games and it's teens versus adults i'm on the teens team i'm the it's one true. they pick he's a forever I'm, teen I, <laughs> I, i'm the most teen of the kids uncles and friends and stuff like that so they're yeah. like i get this guy you know yeah He's, but that's because i try really hard say so, yeah you still have that like visceral addiction to brand <laughs> i still have that teen fire in me it yeah. never went away it was always just like that was the time dude i when i was eight you know what i wanted to be a fucking teenager true when i was fucking four and y'all were watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or whatever. I was also watching that, but I also wished I was a teenager. Sure. Because I just thought they were the coolest people in the fucking world, you yeah. know? So, uh, 
Macbeth said 1787 has shifted to begin looking for older, more professional employees rather than high school students. Where? And he said he's paying them more. It's a restaurant oh, called 1787. We're starting to bump them up, give them better tip outs when they're and when they'll get a percentage of the tips, he said, with their tips, they can end up making $13, $14, $15 an hour easy. It makes it a little more profitable for them to be here, which is how you keep employees. Boy, that guy, though, that that was, uh, they really hate young people, man. The, the take no shit attitude of the millennial is really like sawing these small business tyrants dicks off. And I really love it. Yeah, There's they just some, can't stand it. Piss Pope are... sent me that story. So that was a really good st- story. Yeah. Uh, we'll do one more thing here, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, I wanted to show you one more thing I saw at the mall today, which I didn't even know what the fuck this was. But it was for a brand of clothing that's called Grunt Style. <laughs> it's called Grunt Style. It has two flintlocked rifles that are crossed. And then the slogan is, this will defend. Oh my god. So it's is you think it's right wing shit? I don't think? know what it is. It seems like some sort of scary prepper type shit. It's true. Or like it looks like civil war. It looks like people that civil war people basically that want to do civil war. But they wish they were on the south, but then they know that they shouldn't be on the south, right? right? Exactly. They really they really identify with Johnny Rebel. Okay, here you go. Here you go. Uh, grunt style. Our mission is to deliver the highest quality, most patriotic apparel on the planet <laughs> straight to your front door. <laughs> Look, All right. We need to get you the highest quality, <laughs> but it's not the coolest looking stuff, but it's the most patriotic looking stuff. You know, you can't get much more patriotic than these clothes. So, yeah, this is the number one thing in patriotism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all like, uh, re- like, tattered um, looking american flags and they sell shirts that say infidel on them and uh i am the weapon and uh don't so, tread on me shirt second one with the second amendment on it so that's what people are really getting from here <laughs> that's what grunt style that's is what the baby. grunt style is now veteran there's one that says veteran on the front of it and it says has a definition noun a person who wrote a blank check payable to the United States of America for an amount up to and including one's life. That's wow. like not cool though. Wow. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not like even cool at all. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, so yeah, that's grunt style. I'm glad you brought that to my attention. Uh, yeah, you sent me a, good polos. <laughs> you sent me a story earlier this week about uh, fentanyl. Okay. Oh yeah. And it's something we've talked about a lot. So I, 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 it is a good story and it's from the Boston globe and, uh, Eric wheel, a gregarious 50 year old painter who lives in a wooded neighborhood, hugging the shores of Lake Winnipesaukee, never suspected he would face felony charges when he called nine one one last August. He had agreed to take in a friend's son who was struggling with addiction on the condition that no drugs be brought into his house. Lame, but okay. When Wheel discovered a packet of white powder in the guest bedroom, he called 911. Somebody messed up in my house, he recalled saying. He's on drugs. I don't know what he's on. Can we get somebody here? Don't call 911 on drugs. Never call 911 on drugs unless somebody's actually ODing. You don't pick up drugs and be like, ah! 
I gotta do something about this. <laughs> Better call nine one one. You can flush those down the toilet. It'll be if that if that you can give them to me. I mean, I'll take them. Before you call nine one one, hand me your drugs. I'd love like a little gimmick of fentanyl. Uh, when officers arrived, Wheel tried to hand over the packet of whatever this drug was. Okay, but was told to drop it on the gravel driveway. He did but picked it up again out of concern. He later said that his Yorkshire Terrier, Schnoogabooch, or his free-range chickens would be exposed. This guy's got chickens and shit running around. You don't want to leave a bag of drugs laying on the ground. There's lots of dogs, too, that you drop some shit, and they just immediately (laughs) just, like, swallow it up. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to throw these drugs on the ground. No. Okay? I don't want my dogs on drugs. If anything, I want them. Yeah. That dog can't (laughs) handle the Fenty pack. As he picked up the packet, some powder got on his index finger and he blew it off. Police later said that he blew a large cloud of the powder toward them, exposing what? one off. Yeah, they're what? acting like he's like, like. <laughs> <laughs> now you will all die of fentanyl poisoning. <laughs> Watch the stream. Check out the stream for the way Brett just did that. Because that's what I was like, Karnov. He was like, Karnov. Just- yeah. Got him. <laughs> Why would he do that? He's fucking so square, dude. Yeah. That he called the police because he found drugs yeah. in his house. He, maybe they thought it was a setup. They're like, this is exactly what they would do. Make <laughs> us think they need help. And then they would blow it in our face. They are like, <laughs> and that's why we're reading this story. Cause they are so freaked out by fentanyl. Now it's crazy. Um, Fenton, so he said he blew a large cloud of the powder toward them, exposing one officer to fentanyl, an opioid who has dri- whose use has driven up the number of overdose deaths nationwide to a record high. Well, I mean, there's more to it than that, like, you know, restricting the actual ones that are safe because you're making some kind of point with the war on drugs, and now yeah. people have to get something that's powerful and... uh well, yeah, now it's become so popular, too. There, there are so many people that are addicted to oxys and all of that that now it becomes fentanyl becomes way more popular. Right. And, and, and also more valuable. Yeah. I mean, that is actually a thing. They're really the cops think that they're warning you against it. But there's so many people out there that I mean, when you're like really into drugs, when you're like a per, I'm really into drugs. I can say that uh, when they say there's something wild out there on the streets, you're always like. I want my trying that. Like, yeah. It's not like a deterrent is, yeah. is what I'm trying to say to, for them to say it. Uh, Wheel was charged with reckless conduct, something akin to waving a loaded gun in the air. Prosecutors argued that fentanyl was a deadly weapon. It's not. As stories circulate the lethality of powdered fentanyl and its cousin carfentanil, similar cases have been brought in Maine, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and Kentucky, with charges ranging from wanton endangerment to assault. At least two people are serving sentences of up to three years in the widely reported case of an Ohio officer who was said to have nearly died after brushing some fentanyl off his shirt. What? That's, they, that's what is that? They said he nearly, nearly died. You can't do that. What does that count? That's is that a medical diagnosis? Uh, this officer nearly died. How? <laughs> like, what happened? What was the process that yeah. was going to kill him? 
Like, again, when we talk about this stuff, these are drugs that, like, a person is already using. Somebody fucking, like, somebody's yeah, already doing them. You're that, taking it from them. Someone directly injected into that into their fucking veins. I know. It's like they flicked a crumb off and, and then was like... <laughs> you know what it is? Is that these people, they really need to go to counseling, therapy. We need to have officers, someone in that role, really... Now, I mean, I want to abolish what we have now, but... If these people are supposed to be doing this, they don't know what a panic attack is. They're having a panic attack. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and he's like freaking out on the inside, doesn't realize it's a panic attack. He's not actually dying from drugs. Yeah. So at least two people. So, um, that's crazy, though. More than 10 other cases are pending. Medical professionals, professionals say that the risk from accidental exposure to opioids, even potent ones, are actually very low. No shit. Yeah. Only an idiot would think that's they're not. <laughs> that's why they tried to convince us that people were dipping flyers in fentanyl and putting them on pot cars so that <laughs> when they just touched it, yeah. just touched one flyer to crumple it up and throw it away, their fucking hand would get fentanyl poisoning. Aren't they in, like, more danger actually like touching lsd yeah really i don't know it actually might work i think it does come through the skin but no they're not in any danger medical profession so the medical i was picking it up the literally the guy they were arresting was fucking <laughs> jostling it around trying to get his little fucking yorkshire terrier not to swallow the damn thing i know i know and they're like get that get that fucking thing on the ground right now they're freaking out about fentanyl dude yeah they're so scared of this thing. It's like, you're supposed to defend me, but you seem like really just yeah. skittish. Um, this is yet another case of yeah. them being like, you're freaking me out, man. They're shooting people all the time because we're freaking them out. Yeah. Oh, these people out. Well, you know, they'll shoot a black guy just because he freaked. They're scared of them. Yeah. This is why we hate the cops. This is why we don't want this. This is why we want something else because they they are not, they aren't living in a real fucking world. They're not, they are tyrants. They're all powerful. They can kick your fucking door in and shoot your dog anytime they want, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, and they're living, they're they the most a, scared people on the planet. What do they have a gun and they also think that someone is going to call the cops and then blow fentanyl in their face like they're Tajiri. <laughs> <laughs> the wrestler that sprayed green mint, right? Yeah, uh, Muta. The great oh, Muta. Muta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prosecutions have been driven by fear, they say, not science. None of the incidents has caused the death or even symptoms of opioid overdose. A review of the available evidence shows, which, by the way, like Brett said, they're having a panic attack. Yeah. They're having an anxiety attack. Yeah. I have them, too. There's Everybody nothing gets wrong them, with dude. it. They yeah. take you down. It's like it fucks you up. Even so, fear is rampant. There has been no shortage of warnings that unidentified powders can kill. A 2016 video by the DEA warned law enforcement that touching fentanyl or breathing in just a few airborne particles could be fatal. Okay. Why? What's the... Well, it's the DEA. Everything has to be, like, ultra dangerous with the DEA because they are doing a pointless job. Yeah. You know, dozens of police officers and medics have been given naloxone. 
<laughs> a drug that reverses opioid overdoses to treat suspected on the job exp- these guys are just getting hit with naloxone they're getting fucking hit with narcan yeah. all the time oh, now because yeah. they're fucking freaked out <laughs> like dude there was just something not right about that there was some powder in that car man he's like hit me yeah <laughs> bring me back that stuff doesn't feel good by the way like it's that's the bad stuff i mean it's it it is there to save lives and it is good stuff but i'm saying like it's you should you're better off doing some heroin that feels better than than as a cop i'm saying your point up yeah well no as a cop it's like that stuff is bad like it doesn't feel good so why are you they're shooting themselves up with it all the fucking time. But I am muddying my point. It's become less funny the more that I talk about it. So dozens of police officers and med. Okay, so um, those affected have often complained of dizziness, nausea, and lightheadedness. Some of them pass out. That's panic attack. In Ohio, after a prisoner overdose, 23 correction officers and four nurses were treated for possible opioid exposure. 31 inmates were relocated and a nearby school was placed on modified lockdown. <laughs> Holy shit! And how many fucking, like, how many, how much fentanyl is in, like, the dashboard of, like, a Chevy Silverado that's just gonna get passed around <laughs> some dirty bar all night, you know? Oh my god! They put a school on lockdown, dude, because a guy OD'd in prison. Like, so a guy used in too prison, much. yeah, used too much, and he died. And twenty three cops and four nurses had to be treated <laughs> <laughs> just for like getting like hysteria. Yeah, I know. That's why we, they it's like just, catching his, literally catching hysteria, but they're in charge and they have weapons and they make all the decisions. It's like, it, maybe it's kind of like we should send doctors and stuff to go deal with overdoses yeah. and drug stuff. Maybe yeah. instead of got meatheads with fucking guns, right. you know, I never want to be in a position where I have to go see a family member, a wife, kids, and explain to them that their father or husband is not coming home that evening, or ever for that matter. Ryan Heath, the police chief in Alton, New Hampshire, where Weir was charged, said in an interview. It's called called borrowing problems from the future, because this hasn't (laughs) happened. I know. No, no, no. You haven't actually had to go to any of your officers' families and tell them that they're... Their significant other died because they touched hair, uh, fentanyl at work. Yeah, and this is the little capper on that, too. He's like, everybody knows it's a dangerous substance, Heath added. I've seen it on the news. <laughs> <laughs> I turned on the local news where they oh, fucking whoa. tell me. <laughs> Do you believe in my town? Yeah. More recently, the Justice Department released another video urging emergency medical workers to use precautions like gloves, eye protection, and a face mask. Not the worst fucking idea, to tell you the truth. Like, I'm not like, I'm not saying don't take any precautions. But, I mean, if you just happen to not be wearing all that stuff probably still fine in several cases officers and emergency workers have conducted drug busts while wearing biohazard containment suits but such messages worry doctors who contend that these precautions are unnecessary and could even do harm stigmatizing patients as happened in the early years of the aids crisis and causing deadly delays while responders don protective gear i want to tell first responders look you're safe said dr jeremy s faust an emergency physician at brigham and 
Woman's Faulkner Hospital in Boston. You can touch these people. You can interact with them. You can go on and do the heroic life-saving work that you do for anyone else. I mean, that's a little too yeah, much. But he on. was probably being kind of a smart Trying ass. Drum him up a little bit. <laughs> Make him Get feel in good. there. Come on. Go save some lives, man. <laughs> True, a dose of powdered fentanyl the size of a few grains of sand can prove lethal, and car fentanyl is even more potent. But the drugs most generally be deliberate but the drugs most generally delib- are deliberately ingested, not accidentally touched or inhaled to cause a, a reaction. Because that's true. The the it does take a small amount to kill you. Right. But that's when you're shooting it up into your fucking veins. Right. It's not like and it's just I would say it's extraordinary and probable that a first responder would be poisoned by an ultra potent opiate. This is just doctor after doctor in this article. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's not as powerful as inhaling it. Yeah, they they think they can inhale it. Yeah. Um. So in Kentucky, in a Kentucky case, emergency medical technician named Scotty Whiteman radioed for help. After, his name's Scotty Whiteman. Radioed for help after he used a towel to dry off a patient who overdosed. He lost consciousness and was treated with naloxone, but his drug test was negative for opiates. <laughs> <laughs> Another one bites the dust. You feel real sober now, Scotty Whiteman. You need a, you need like a, what, he needs like a Xanax or something, right? What's the, what's the drug that you get? An Ativan would yeah, work Ativan, really good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was going through my mind was, here I am trying to help somebody and keep them alive, and I almost died doing that. Uh, uh, I'm supposed to be- sweat! There's fentanyl sweat! It's dripping! I'm supposed to be helping someone in my mind, but in my mind, it's like they just tried to kill me. See, no. Yeah, you don't stop because you're going to start sending people to jail for that now. As a result of that episode, three people, the patient who overdosed, his stepson, and his stepson's girlfriend have each been charged with 10 counts of wanton endangerment. The patient recently pleaded guilty. The other two cases are pending. The stepson, Scotty Hatton, said that he had lost custody of his son because of the charges and that local officials had thrown out all of his possessions over fears of containment. What? Contamination. I would understand if they found a bunch of dope or had a test that said, yeah, that's carfentanil, but they didn't have a test or anything. Had he not called 911, Hatton said, the patient could have could have died laying hat laying Hatton open to some kind of manslaughter charge or murder or something like that. Yeah. If he had to do it to do if he had it to do over, he would call 911 again, he said. I didn't want him to die. It, we've talked about this in the past too. I think a lot of people OD because they're afraid to call nine one one because shit like this happens. Oh yeah, you know, you definitely don't know. And you're, you're, I mean, it's not that, and you're just like you don't. You're just like want to wait to the very last second, you know. <laughs> in Wheel's case, the officer who was reportedly exposed, Jamie Fellows, wrote, "The cloud of fentanyl came down around me, and I had breathed in a portion of the powder." Fellows said, "Fellows said he felt something drip down the back of his throat, and later complained of a headache." He declined a request for comment. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, Wheels was convicted in September, so he's going to jail, and. Uh, Wheel, who said he spent more than $10,000 on legal fees and another 300 on security cameras trained on his driveway, said the experience had changed him. If I ever go into a situation where somebody's ODing, I'm going to stand over them and watch them die, he said. What? If they say, why didn't I call? Are you out of your mind? The last time I called somebody, I got a class B felony. 
Which, yeah. that's a dark way to look at things, but... Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know? Yeah, I mean, he just... You gotta, you gotta spit it real. That's yeah. That's how you feel. That's how you feel in that moment. It's yeah. like, I don't want to get tied up in this. I'm just gonna run away. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, man. Well, uh, that's it. That's the show. We're it's there, Super man. Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're happy you're here. Those of you watching on the streams, we do this on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. You can find us on all those platforms. Watch the live stream. Chat along. We got a big unified chat with a bunch of people in there. You can watch and uh, talk and to some cool folks that have some fucking hilarious stuff. It's hard to like do. I'm still at the point of getting used to seeing comments and some of them being useful and not trying to interrupt the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if you want more of what we do, we're going to be doing a live show in January. We'll be on the West Coast, January 5th, Seattle, Washington, January 6th, Portland, Oregon, January 7th, Eugene, Oregon, January 9th, Oakland, California, January 9th, I'm sorry, January 12th, Los Angeles, California. Check it out at streetfightradio.com. Uh, you can also support us by subscribing to our zine. We put out a zine every single month that we write, uh, personal stories. We commission art from cool people comics and other you know neat shit you're not going to find it anywhere else it's only available on patreon just three dollars a month will get you access to the digital copy for five bucks a month you get the video uh for 10 bucks a month we'll send it to your house yeah just wanted to congratulate new york on uh legalizing nunchucks <laughs> good news so i just wanted to i i forgot to get that story in and i just want to say that they did a nunchuck uh it came up that it's unconstitutional to ban nunchucks so right, good on y'all man the right to bear chucks <laughs> yeah. we appreciate it uh i'm brett he's brian we're she fight radio peace Remember roaches in my ashtray and roaches in my cereal. Air Force knockoffs with the Gucci print material. Way before the iPhones, Twitter, Gram socials. I'm talking about next tail chirps, boost mobiles. Back when a face that was for OG killers. Now I'm seeing teardrops on you, SoundCloud niggas. Remember back when music had content and metaphors. Way before the mumble nonsense and popping handlebars. All these rappers, junkies talking like they dope dealers. One song can scam mother, next song they kill us. First time I shot the gun, the neighbors called the people. I was watching 12 search for shells like Easter. That's around the time they shot my daddy for the rollie. Around the same time, AI lost to Kobe. Platinum Fubu. Summers rockin' iceberg in the winter Throw back headbands in them spree world spinners Fuckin' up computers using line while you bash up Bootlegging boosters selling CDs at the daycare Saving up quala bean bag for my stash spot Mama still ask me how the fuck I get that Xbox Round the first time I saw my uncle smoking crack rock Getting Flintstones, smoking pebbles like it's bedrock Round the same time my pops was scamming on that laptop Still remember when my uncle Sydney took that headshot I was tryna get them Jordan 17 dead stop. Used to hoop dream, pushing rock on the black top. Started home invading, picking combination padlocks. Putting crack rock in a figure four leg lock. I was hella young, watching Triple H and Rig Fluff. Bust my head open, play fighting with a steel chip. Trying to be a wrestler, almost put me in a wheelchair. Thankful for that Medicare, welfare, hell. Remember roaches in my ashtray and roaches in my cereal. Air Force knockouts with the Gucci print
material Way before the iPhones, Twitter, Gram, socials I'm talking about next till Chirps and Boost Mobile Back when the face that was for OG killers Now I'm seeing teardrops on you SoundCloud niggas Remember back when music had content and metaphors Way before the mumble nonsense and popping handlebars Nowadays I can't even walk in the stove Without these crazy ass friends or bopping assholes Back in old four, a hoe said I wouldn't blow. Now every show I go, three or four, give me dome. I was up in Vegas at the May with a party. Then my mama called me by Hurricane Harvey. Say the house got flooded, water covered up the sofa. Impala Range Rover, she need me to come over. Knowing it's over, it was fucking up my night. Like they gon' be alright. Tomorrow book a flight. Woke up 40 minutes, call, she was calling all night. Said there's no more for the license, she been fighting for her life. Told Toby, book the plane, I gotta be there by the night. But all this hurricane rain made the airport cancel flights. I'm like, what the fuck, how? I'm thinking like, wow, praying that she don't drown. Dear Lord, just get her out. She worked her whole life to move the family out the hood. Just to lose everything she had in the flood. Donald Trump and Red Cross acting like some hoes. People drowning in their homes cause they couldn't get a boat. Pops got a bad heart. Last year he had a stroke. In his bed off meds, couldn't swim, sink or float. On the roof for three days before rescued by FEMA. Twelve years later, same day as Katrina. If you was in my shoes, you would probably be stressing. But sometimes God here, bless you and test you. Every day I say my grace because I could have lost my people. I still got cases, me and my brothers fighting Rico. 600K for the Bell Bonds people. Another 100K, I pray my lawyer got the cheat code. Organized crime, dope and money lunder. Fight a 99, and that's the only offer. My big boy, Pumpkin, Maxo Cream. I remember when you were a little boy, you used to tell me, yuck me to sheep. You you were, you know, every time you say, say that, yuck me to sheep. That is, yuck me, rock you to sleep. I used to rock you to sleep. And you, you know, you've always been a big boy. Pumpkin, pull your pants up, boy. But you know what, Pumpkin, I'm so proud of you. You came a long way. Keep it up with your music. You're doing good. Keep doing you.